You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. Good morning, everybody, and uh, Matt and Elodie, thank you so much for the privilege uh, of just sharing the Word of God this morning. Uh, I really feel prophetically that the Holy Spirit wants to invade our households this morning, other healing uh, or in any other way, but I really felt the Holy Spirit is going to come in our homes and bring a spirit of wisdom and revelation this morning. Uh, during this lockdown, you know, we can either get disgruntled and get upset and do what everybody else is doing, or we can embrace what God's doing and say, God, how can I learn? What do you want to teach me at this time? And I really felt there's something about koinonia, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. In fact, that's what I want to preach on today. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Matt uh, was preaching on discipleship and uh, encouraging us that as we are disciples, we are to disciple one another. He brought that powerful illustration of the Dead Sea that streams come into it, but there's not an outflow. There's not life coming outside of that. The Christian life is about being schooled or discipled in the Holy Spirit so we can produce good fruit. Um, Fellowship is both vertical in my relationship with Jesus and then horizontal as I, at the outflow of my heart, I disciple and I bring the good news of Jesus Christ. The cross is both vertical and horizontal. So today that's what I want to preach on. I want to preach on the fellowship of the Holy Spirit produces. And in fact, Matt talked about this and he used the word koinonia. The word koinonia simply is the Greek word for fellowship. It's about engaging with the Holy Spirit. We are not called to just be believers of Jesus, but followers of Jesus. Paul the Apostle said this, follow me as I follow Christ. And so we want us, uh, we want to encourage one another that we want to become followers of Jesus. And at the same time, we want to bring people with us on a journey to have a powerful encounter with Jesus. The early church, um, and I'm referencing again Acts 2.42 that Matt preached on a couple of weeks ago, the early church understood this concept. They had this fellowship with the Holy Spirit. and It was the, the life source, and then they had to give it out. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth shall speak. We're never called to be quiet as Christians, but just to exuberantly share what Jesus has done in our life to one another. Would you turn to the Word of God to Acts 2, 47 this morning? Let me read. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship. There's that word, koinonia, to the breaking of bread and to prayers. Again, the Lord's Prayer, fellowship. We're going to pray together next Wednesday night. And in all came upon every soul and many wonders and signs we're done through the apostles. And I believe that God wants to do signs and wonders, not just through the apostles, but to all of us this morning watching. And all who believed were together and had everything in common. Wonderful. And they were selling their possessions and belonging and distributing to all who had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes. I love this. We break, we have communion here at church corporately, but why not break bread in your homes today? Why not just share communion? I think even next Sunday we might be doing communion. But start it today. Break bread with your families. There's something about healing in communion today. And receive their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God together. And Jesus was adding people, we learned last week. Not sitting together, not just 
receiving the latest sermon. But as I receive, I distribute, I give it away. We are to give it away. When God blesses us with something, we are to bring people on a journey together. And I always love this. And so with one hand, I'm hanging on to the Holy Spirit. I'm hanging on to the Holy Spirit. I'm having fellowship with the Holy Spirit. My other hand behind him, I'm bringing people through. We are called to bring people through. That for me is discipleship. So I want to bring uh, to us today three key points about fellowship with the Holy Spirit produces. When we receive the power of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, it's always to produce something in us and through us. And I hope that the Holy Spirit speaks to us today. So my first point is this. We need to develop a daily fellowship or koinonia with the Holy Spirit. We need to be schooled in the Holy Spirit. Before I can disciple somebody, I need to be discipled by the Holy Spirit. Daily, I need my life shaped by Jesus. When we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, he always brings us back to Jesus. You know, some people just go after signs and wonders, go after this supernatural. I want to encourage us, and I think Russ Doty said this last Sunday, when we go after Jesus, we get everything. Our main goal, our principal goal is to be followers of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit always points back to King Jesus. Back to the Word of God this morning, 1 John 1.3. What we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you also, said that you may have, here's that word again, fellowship with us. And indeed our fellowship is with the Father, it's with the Son, Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 13.14. This is a scripture that the Lord's been speaking a lot to me and through me lately. It says this, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, isn't that lovely? Grace. Some of you need grace today. Some of you may need to learn about God's grace today. The love of God. We've heard a lot about the love of God. He's coming into your household right now with the love of God. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Second Philippians, first couple of verses. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ in any comfort from his love, in any common sharing in the Spirit, there's that word again, fellowship, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete, says the Apostle Paul, by being like-minded, having the same love, being in one spirit, in one mind. Isn't that lovely? When we are united with the same Spirit, when we are united with the Holy Spirit, there's not this argy-bargy and the latest trends and the latest conspiracies, but we are here to love the Lord and, and then build his kingdom, make his known. Christianity is quite, quite simple. If you can narrow it out to love the Lord your God with all of your heart and love your neighbor, I think you're going to be in good stead. Verse 3, do, not, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. That's a powerful one. Rather, in humility, value others about yourself. Discipleship is that we want to value other people. We want to bring people with, with us. We value other people so much. We value people from the kingdom of hell. We want to bring them into the kingdom of, of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of life. We, want to, we value people. We want to bring them to one degree of glory, to another degree of glory. Not looking to your own interest, but each one of you to the interest of others. Discipleship is about sowing our lives. It's about bringing the supernatural into the lives of other people. When we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, this is what it produces in us. Are you ready for this? It brings us a greater passion for Jesus. 
to know the heart of Jesus. It brings us into intimacy with, with Jesus. Identity as sons and daughters of God. It brings healing. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit brings healing, brings faithfulness, brings joy, brings love and grace, brings passion. Passion. Are you a person of passion? I believe that God speaking to somebody today, he wants to release passion in your life. You don't know where you're going. God is speaking as you fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He's going to release a greater joy in your life. So the people around you are going to say, wow, look what God has done in that person's life. It's going to bring us more centered on the Lordship of Christ. We've been learning about the Lordship of Christ through silence breakers. He has to be center of everything. It increases faith and anointing. And everything is about Jesus. The second thing that happens when we fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and it helps us, and Paul talks about this in Romans, to walk in step with God and hear the voice of God. As born-again, spirit-filled Christians, everybody should be able to hear the voice of God. And I want to bring four things that happens when we hear the voice of God. Number one, we hear that God wants to release his power amongst us. And it says in Luke 4.14, Then Jesus returned in Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit. Isn't that amazing? The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords was filled with the Holy Spirit. I always say this, if it was good enough for Jesus... How much more for you and I? We need to be in coin and ear, in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And he just did signs and wonders throughout the regions. Power. Secondly, fellowship with the Holy Spirit produces purpose. It says in Acts 1.8, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And I believe right now that the Holy Spirit is coming upon you right now. In your household, maybe your neighborhood. And it says, and you will become my witnesses. Whenever the Holy Spirit releases his anointing and power, it's always for a purpose. It's always to release you and I in the gifts and the talents into the priesthood of all believers that he's called you and I to, 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 to do. You're passionate about healing? Then go and heal somebody. You're passionate about evangelism? Share the gospel of Jesus. You're passionate about hospitality? Go and bake a meal for somebody. But use your talents to see the glory of the Lord manifest. Thirdly, it's about partnership. I love this. This is a great case study. Acts 15, 28, it says this, For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us. Imagine for one moment. Imagine for one moment, every decision I make, I stopped and asked the opinion of the Holy Spirit. And they said here, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us. These were men so in tune with the Holy Spirit that they would not dare step out of the purpose, God's good and perfect will, without asking him first. And fourthly, prevention. Partnership with the Holy Spirit, koinonia with the Holy Spirit, will allow you to do certain things. But I want to say to you, when you're in step with the Holy Spirit, it will also prevent you to do things that are not on God's heart. Acts 16.6. Listen to this story. Next, Paul and Silas travel through the area of Phrygia and Galatia because the Holy Spirit prevented them from preaching the word in the province of Asia at that time. The Holy Spirit prevented them. What a partnership that they were so in tune with the Holy Spirit that they knew when to preach and when not to preach. When to talk, when not to talk. We need to learn sometimes when to listen 
and when to speak. And that is partnership with the Holy Spirit. And I always love this little story. And it's the story from the Old Testament. What if Abraham had not heard the voice of the angel of God when he called him out? Abraham, Abraham, Abraham. If he hadn't heard the voice of God, he would have killed his son. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit prevents us from killing the promises of God in our lives. How important it is for you and I to be so in tune with the Holy Spirit. So in tune. Sometimes we just need to stop, my friend, and let the Holy Spirit unplug our ears so we can listen to the voice of God again. What is he saying to you this morning? What's the Holy Spirit saying to you personally this morning? It's so easy to get words for other people. But to you this morning about discipleship, what's he talking about you, your marriage, your relationship, your walk with God? He's challenging you and I to go to another level. He's calling us as a church from one degree of glory to another degree of glory. And so when I am in intimacy with Jesus, I'm hearing the voice of God, then it produces discipleship, koinonia, with other people that Matt preached on a couple of weeks ago. And I believe that discipleship happens at three levels. First of all, happens within myself. And I write this. If you cannot rule your life, how can you lead others to a place you haven't been? The first place of discipleship is that I need to be discipled by the Holy Spirit daily. And daily I need to wake up, Holy Spirit, what do you want to speak in my life? It's so easy to look at other people. It's so easy to criticize other people. It's so easy to look around. But God is saying to you this morning, to me, Paul Zanato, this morning, to us as a church, how can I be schooled in the Holy Spirit? What can I learn? Every day we need to go to the school of the Holy Spirit and say, good morning, Holy Spirit. What do you want to teach me today? What do you want to disciple inside of me today? How can I grow today? Because the goal is that we always become a bit more like Jesus. Proverbs 16.25 says this, One who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. One who rules his spirit is better than a person who takes a city. One who rules his spirit, our spirit, our flesh needs to be ruled by the Holy Spirit. That's why we need to be in synchronicity with the Holy Spirit. I love what, what, what Proverbs says, incline your ear to the Holy Spirit. Incline your ear to the Holy Spirit. And so when I am schooled in the Holy Spirit, I'm discipled in the Holy Spirit, this next stage is that I need to release my gifts to disciple other people, the one another, the one another. And the early church shared everything in common. If you can uh, imagine with me right now a brick wall, and in a brick wall there are bricks side by side, there are bricks on top and bricks underneath. And I always see discipleship this way. I am schooled, or I am discipled by the Holy Spirit, and then I disciple people next to me. Remember that discipleship is both vertical, I get an input from the Holy Spirit, and then I start bringing people with me. I think it's sad that if all that we do is just come to church every Sunday, just sit under a great preaching, great worship, and do nothing with that, I think we're going to become stagnant. In fact, God's challenging us at this time, don't be stagnant. Let's go from one degree of glory to another. I want to encourage you this morning. You have talents. 
You have gifts that the Holy Spirit wants to use to bring other people into the presence of God and other people in the presence of God and other people in the presence of God. We are not their source. Jesus is their source, but we introduce people to the source and we encourage them together. Jesus is the source, but on the other side of your obedience, my friend, my obedience, there's somebody waiting this morning, right now, to give their life to Jesus. There's somebody right now waiting to get baptized, somebody waiting to get healed right now. On the other side, if I could just get over myself, the greatest stumbling block often, you know who it is? It's myself. If I can get over myself and just let the Holy Spirit overwhelm me, let he overwhelm you this morning, then we can start discipling other people who disciple other people, who disciple other people. See, our goal is for me to disciple somebody, and then that person disciples other body. It's called multiplication. God wants us to multiply. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit produces fruit. Produces fruit. You and I are not the Dead Sea. The Holy Spirit comes into me so I can be a blessing to other people. So I'm disciple, I'm disciple other people, and thirdly, we disciple the nations or the kingdom of God. Our mandate, and Russ Doherty preached on this and mentioned this last week at the time he, he preached before. Our mandate is to build the kingdom of God. Jesus came to build the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is just looking for us to grow. And the other side, you and I need to go to the nations and build the nations. Even now in covid We've learned some amazing lessons through silence breakers. We can actually use those silence breakers, COVID restriction exercises to share the gospel with somebody, to pray for somebody. Who's, who's in your Oikos map? After this morning, why not just go back to the Oikos map? Say, God, I need to pray for that neighbor, that neighbor, this neighbor, somebody who needs healing. Maybe somebody needs to hear this morning about the Lordship of Christ. Hey, maybe you and I need to hear once again about the Lordship of Christ, that he needs to be center to all we do. You play a vital role in the kingdom of God. Don't let your talent go dormant this morning. I felt the Holy Spirit get, remind me of the parable of the talents, and we've used this uh, quite a bit lately. You know, in Matthew 25, one was given two talents, one was given five, and they multiplied but the person with one buried it. I often think of that person with the one talent. What would happen if he was just celebrating the one talent? You might say, God, I've only got one talent. Well, this morning, why don't you put it to good use for the kingdom of God? Why don't you say, Holy Spirit, would you take my one talent instead of being jealous about other people who've got more talents? Lord, I give you my one talent and I'm going to use it for your glory to disciple other people. Just imagine you giving your one talent away and a generation of people comes to know the Lord Jesus Christ. It takes one match to start a bushfire. What about you this morning? Taking your one talent, your one gifts to disciple other people so they too can encounter the grace of God, the love of Jesus, the supernatural this morning. Can I encourage you? Don't hold your talents anymore. Let God use you this morning. As a church, God's speaking to us as an eldership about discipleship. And we want to become followers of the way. But not just so I can go to heaven. 
our desire as an eldership is that thousands would join us at Melbourne Lights, literally thousands of people would join us in going to heaven one day and that we're going to lead so many people to Christ. Can I pray for you right now? Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord Jesus, that you want us to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit and fellowship with one another. Holy Spirit, would you anoint us with fresh oil this morning? Would the oil of gladness, would the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that we would live greater than ourselves, that we would live, Lord, to build the kingdom of God, we pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Wow, what an amazing word. Thank you, Paul. Amen. Good. Uh, that, was, that was powerful. And I hope that... Um, that as you as you hear this, whether you're watching or you're listening back on our podcast, that you're not just hearing a word and saying, yeah, it's a good word, but there's, uh, there's genuine, humble response to the Holy Spirit. As, uh, as Paul was preaching, I just felt, uh, I was reminded again that we, we need to be baptized, to be filled, to be immersed in His presence. You know, uh, there's, a, there's an account in the New Testament where they come and, and they, they encounter some believers and they say, into what baptism were you baptized? He said, oh, into John's baptism. He said, you've been filled with the Holy Spirit. They said, we didn't even know that there was a baptism wow. of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Wow. And then it wasn't like, okay, now we've got to do so. It was like, okay, then let's respond. As we hear, we respond. We Amen. humble ourselves and we just go, wow, this is for us. Um, and so I, yeah. I actually want to ask, I know Paul's prayed, but, but I want us to pray together that right now that the Holy Spirit would fill you afresh. Amen. If you've never been baptized in his presence, if you've never been immersed uh, yeah, we, uh, last week we heard about baptism in water, um, the, the, the step of obedience of following Jesus to become followers. But we can't walk in what God's called us to. We can't follow him without being baptized, without being filled with this Holy, Holy Spirit and continually filled. So it, this might be your first time, but you also might have been baptized in, his, in, in the Spirit in the past, but you need to be filled afresh. Um, I know, you know, just in some of the stuff we face with lockdown and the pressure of life, God wants to fill people afresh this morning. He wants to fill you afresh. So uh, can we pray together, Paul? Yeah, go for it, bro. Can we release, can we release his presence? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm feeling his power I mean, right now. <laughs> you, you, you've been releasing his presence for, for, you know, for 25, 30 minutes, yeah. but yeah. I want to pray specifically. And so yeah. if that's you and you're going to respond, I'm going to ask wherever you are. Um, you, you know, if you're driving in your car, just pull over for a second. Yeah. I'm going to ask if you would just lift your hands up. Yeah. To receive. It's just a, an attitude of receiving. I'm going to pray right now. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your presence. Lord, I thank you for baptism in your spirit. And right now, Lord, I pray, Lord, as, as those who are listening and watching are, are, are responding, opening their hearts, ready to receive, right now, would you pour out your spirit in a fresh measure? Would you baptize? Would you immerse us? in your Holy Spirit. Lord, would you refresh, Lord, where we've been baptized in the past, but we need fresh anointing, Lord. Lord, we just declare again our dependence upon you in every area. We want to be followers of Jesus. And we say we need your Spirit. We need you, Holy Spirit. Come right now into every home, into every family, into every, every person who's listening and watching. Right now, Lord, we just ask for fresh anointing. You might, even as I'm praying right now, you might begin to experience uh, something that you might be even to feel something, maybe yeah, heat or maybe, you know, an overwhelming joy or a shaking or, you know, sometimes the Bible says that, that when we're first baptized, that he gives us new language, new tongues to begin to, you know, don't, don't stop, just receive that. 
receive that. Say yes, more Lord, more Lord. Lord. Uh, even as even as I pray, I just feel like heat up on my hands right now. Yeah. You might feel a heat of His presence, and just say yes, Lord. Lord, fill me more. Fill me more. You can have as much of His presence as you want. There, there is enough. There's enough for you. There's enough for your family. There's enough for everyone. Just say more, Lord. Thank you. More, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Just as Matt was, Mm. you were praying, I just felt right now in the Holy Spirit, some of you may even come from a culture or or religious or a Christian background where has stopped Mm. these kind of things. And I felt the Holy Spirit wants you just to humble yourself. God gives grace to the humble. As Matt was just praying, I felt such an unction upon Mm. you right now. Would you say, Lord, I'm going to let go of my tradition. I'm going to let go of my past. But you, uh, Jesus of today, I receive the baptism, the gift of tongues now, and I'm going to follow you now. Now, I'm going to have my own revelation now, not my parents, not my past, but Lord, you're speaking to me now. Yes. Yes, Lord, we receive that. We receive that, Lord. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, as we, uh, as we talk about discipleship and as we talk about, uh, you know, reaching people and sharing the love of Jesus and healing, these are things that we can't do without the, the empowering of a spirit. You know, we've seen, we've heard, heard and seen testimony in our midst of amazing healings over the last uh, couple of months. Mm-hmm. I mean, people being set free from, from years of depression, people being, uh, being healed from physical pain, uh, people being, being, coming to salvation, being emotionally set free. And so, you know, th- this, this, is, this is what we want to continue to go after. We, we, we want to be a, a radical Holy Spirit people who go after all that the Bible says that we can have. Yeah. So I want to encourage you, don't pull back, as Paul prayed. Let's go after that stuff. I, I felt a specific word as Paul was um, as Paul was speaking. Uh, Seppo, I saw that you were watching, and I felt God wanted to speak uh, specifically to you today. And I just felt him say this, that he's going to use you this week. That some of the things you've been crying out for, and you've been saying, God, use me to reach my friends, that he's going to use you this week. And so, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for a fresh empowering right now for Seppo and for others that you want to use this week. Lord, to reach those that you've called them to. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I just said uh, this thing. Initially, I felt this morning there were people from Russia who were going to look at this live uh, telecast. But as as you're sharing Mm. right now, I felt people from Middle Eastern background, you come from an Arabic uh, background, that the Holy Spirit, Jesus, is having an encounter with people from a Middle Eastern background. And you're going to find Jesus today in your household. Would you let us know? Just if if you can let us know, we will pray for you and we love you. But Jesus, the living God, is having an encounter with you today. More Lord. Thank you, Lord. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au.